0: Hello and welcome to the 39th episode of the Powerless Podcast. In this episode, I talk to Austin Carter, who is the uh, mastermind behind his solo project, Blues Brat. Um, A great great project that puts out um, an eclectic taste of music. Um, They just put out uh, the latest EP, four-track EP, called Evil Prayers. We do a deep dive on that. Also talk about um, what got Austin into writing his own music uh, and kind of doing the solo project... um, instead of being in in a band uh, and everything in between uh, this is an absolutely underrated project, uh, super great uh, songwriting absolutely love the song Evil prayers unless we get into that. Uh, it's, it's one of the heaviest things I've heard from from this year and also incorporates a lot of the other sounds that Austin uses in the kind of Goth electronic, Music world that he that he dives into with a lot of his songs, um, so it was just great to catch up with Austin, do a deep dive on the lyrics of the songs that have vocals on them as well as the instrumentals, all of the influences and kind of the cons- concept behind the EP as well. Um, so definitely check that out. Check out Austin on um, on socials with Blues Brad Media. You can find the latest EP, Evil Prayers, on all streaming platforms. Um, I think he also put it up on YouTube as well. The full um, EP stream. And uh, you can find the podcast through uh, thepowerlesspod at gmail.com or thepowerlesspod on all socials. Um, Again, gotten in contact with a couple of great bands, a couple of good political pundits and journalists the last uh, several weeks. So I just want to keep that going. Definitely reach out if you hear this or some of the other episodes and want to be on the show, Uh, whether you're into politics or into music. We've been doing a lot of episodes of both lately. Um, So definitely hit me up on all those different things. Um, And lastly, as always, um, make sure to go to ceasefiretoday.com, gazastrong.com to continue to apply pressure during this ongoing escalation of violence and occupation um, in Israel and Gaza and the West Bank. Um, I've been putting out a couple of short videos, kind of breaking down the news and breaking down the narratives. Uh, There should be another episode coming out pretty soon in the next week or so with another political pundit and journalist talking about this topic, um, put out two Recently, with both um, Good Politic Guy Mac, uh, who's a political commentator on YouTube, also works at Breaking Points, and my good friend Shabir Rizvi, who's an independent journalist and activist. Um, so, so, again, uh, going to continue talking about this until something changes or some, something um, gets better, which this has been a long time coming uh, with, with this violence. Uh, so, again, go to ceasefiretoday.com, gazastrong.com. this is not a political-based episode uh this one is all about music but just gonna plug that in every intro um so here without further ado and all my rambling is the episode with austin carter aka blues brat for the powerless podcast I am here with, uh, Austin Carter, AKA, uh, Blues Brat from Georgia, right? I have that correct. Yep. Absolutely. You got it, bro. All right. And, uh, we're going to talk today about an EP that Austin put out under, again, his, his artist name, Blues Brat, uh, called Evil Prayers. Um, uh, a pretty eclectic, uh, EP for four. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, Uh, you know, when, uh, from your previous material, obviously you've done a variety of different things, but, uh. I was um, I was happily surprised with the transition from the intro to "Evil Prayers," which is arguably my favorite song that you've ever put out. But I've been getting that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because boy, like it was it was very unexpected, but in a good way. But to, I guess before we kind of do a quick deep dive into this four track EP, um, just kind of run me through real quick in general what are some influences for this project where the idea was for this project? I know it's, it's just you. It's a solo project, correct?
1: Yep. Um, Yeah. All me.
0: uh, So, so kind of go tell me where this project kind of came from and what some of your biggest influences have been, not just from this EP,
1: but in general with your releases. Yeah, for sure. So like I grew up in punk rock and hardcore, got into a lot of metal in early adulthood. So I've kind of been in guitar music, like all my life. Guitar has always been my baby. It's always been my thing. I've always been the guitar player and everything I've ever done. So I feel like everybody, you kind of reach that point in your late 20s where you're like, all right, it's not cool to be in bands anymore. People <laughs> don't want to hang out and make room for band practice and shit, you know. So I have always liked electronic music. You know, I'm very lucky that I have an older brother that when we were in our young teens had a way better taste of music than I did. <laughs> so he was the guy that turned me on to like, you know, Daft Punk and Cut Copy and all the shit, you know, Crystal Castles, stuff everybody's listening to when you're getting into your, oh, I'm deeper than rock music now phase, you know, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> so that had always kind of been in the back of my head. And a while back, uh, maybe like eight years ago, I had actually made an electronic record that is probably lost the time. I might have it on a hard drive somewhere, but I made the whole thing on an app. I downloaded on an Android phone. If you can think about a 2015 Android phone, there (laughs) was this app called caustic that you would straight up, just go in, pick your sound. It had all the grids and everything. So I would go in and just dial in beats. Um, I listened to it not too long ago and it's, It's an abomination to God, right? Like it should never see the light of day, which is how, you know, what, that's how everybody's first rock record is too, right? Oh yeah. Everybody's first uh, electronic record.
0: If anybody heard the first original music I made in my teens or like even early twenties, I would probably just implode it on myself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for
1: sure. (laughs) So like, it kind of just came from, I was like, all right, so I did it on that. So what could I do with a computer? And like real software and, and hard keyboards and stuff, you know? So it was kind of just me trying to get away from the artist I always have been. You know, it's, it's that age old story of like hardcore guy wants to be cool now. So we started making electronic music, right? We've seen it a hundred times. I'm just the latest. And (laughs) obviously on this EP, I was kind of like, well, that's not fair to me. I kind of miss playing guitar and screaming a little bit which There's a little screaming on on Sheepnail on the prior record, right? Mm-hmm. But it's very, you know, it's background and you know, it's kind of sounds like it was recorded in Depeche Mode's garage or something, but, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know? But yeah, so I, this is kind of where it all came to was me just saying, All right, I want to play guitar, I want to scream, I want to do all that cool stuff, I want blast beats, and I want a cool, slowed down section at the end, so I for better or for worse said, I guess the best way I can get into this is write the heaviest. Like I feel really weird when I have to put a genre tag on my own music because I know everybody's going to come out and be like, well, that's not real. You know, I think it. I would call it thrash at the very least guitar and stuff. I would, I think so. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to write the heaviest, fastest thrash song I've ever written in my life. And then the last song is going to be the most dark wave gothy thing imaginable. So if you're into the old stuff, you get something. If you are excited for something new, you get something. So, yeah, it's kind of just a culminate. It's 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 my yin and yang, right? Yeah. Like all the stuff I've ever done. And it's kind of break it into going into the future. They're going to be blended. You know,
0: well, and that's the great thing
1: in some ways about doing a
0: solo project. Like, I don't know, like, you know, a lot of the stuff I do now is me and one other person. That um, new EP,
1: fantastic, by the way. Uh, Congratulations, I, I man. I appreciate
0: that. Thanks. Thanks. I really appreciate I, I've that. I've been but, you plugging
1: know, that, posting it places like, I,
0: I Well, I appreciate that because, yeah, we put a lot
1: of work into it and Simon killed it on the production and mixing and all that. So yeah, sound, So this it's is like the first. Can I say I'm trying to think if I can say this. I don't I don't think I will be lying. I think it's the first new metal record that I've have like absolutely fucked with, no question.
0: And a Hell very yeah. well, very
1: long It's like since <laughs> since new metal was cool, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, I appreciate that and uh, you know, but like like, you know, to to go from that with with that or even my other band that I do with uh with my wife Kristen and I, like it's still all in all still been like two people at most, or like, you know, one person does one thing, one person does another thing. And even more so, I would imagine with, hang on. oh, you know, even, even more so, I would imagine with, uh, um, with being, a you know, a solo artist is the cool thing about it is you can really fuck with and do whatever weird
1: shit you want,
0: right? That's kind of what I'm getting. I, I answer like,
1: to nobody. <laughs> like, yeah, against, yeah, right. For better and worse.
0: I was gonna say, like, that's the tough part is like you really have to be your own critic in a lot of ways. But like, I think there's a great encapsulation of that in this EP for you. Where, um, first I want to ask before we go, maybe a little bit track by track here. Sure. Was Was there like kind of a con- was there kind of a concept with this one? Um, because to me it feels like, and maybe I was super imposing on it with Halloween and also an
1: Evil Prayers EP. <laughs>
0: Um, that it really felt sort of like a horror movie soundtrack in you, some different ways. You uh, absolutely that, nailed that?
1: it. You absolutely nailed it. What I wanted it to feel like was like a uh, um, like a creep show kind of anthology record.
0: Yeah, yeah, hell yeah.
1: That's 100% like what was in my head was I want this to be a cool like four short stories of you know, be it gore or be it creepy crawly a 100 percent horror concept record
0: okay that's that's what i thought because listening to it like the first song rotting fingers which is the intro um which you kind of bring a little bit of it back into evil prayers which i thought was cool yeah um uh you know it's got that kind of really dissonant like classic almost you know slasher movie vibe yeah there's that's a little eerie. freddy in there for sure yeah 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 for sure of that too in a different way and i'm probably pronouncing this wrong but sheriff i sheriff by fly Cherry which fly, is actually
1: okay. we can get more to this later but that's a song i wrote for a twitch streamer that she uses on her channel
0: oh nice So sherry nice. Fly is
1: a twitch streamer you can hear it on her channel but uh i love that song so much that i that was actually we'll get into that later but that, that song is very important to this ep
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, but both kind of have that sort of like classic horror movie soundtrack vibe to them. And then, of course, you got Evil Prayers um, that is both heavy and then goes into random like, you know, the the creepy choral sounds, then goes back yeah. to kind of the sounds of the rotting fingers. You know, like you said, Talons, um which is, you know, clocks out at six and a half minutes long god like, i know, you know <laughs> lot, long long track but i i love long songs personally i know that's like
1: that's like not the thing
0: people are into necessarily Dude, you know what's now, funny?
1: but you know i don't it's so <laughs> weird like i see a, if i pull up a band and i see a six and a half minute song i'm like this better be the best goddamn song i've ever heard in my life yeah yeah and yeah. like like i probably haven't listened to metallica or guns and roses in like 10 years because i'm like i don't have time to listen to Metallica <laughs> and Guns N' Roses. But I have this with Blues Brat only, this is the only time this has ever happened to me is on this project. I cannot stop writing these super long songs. And I but don't know works. why.
0: You know, but like when when you you know, it's kind of like and I'm referencing a band here <laughs> that is not proggy. Was canceled for good reason, but like I, what I mean is like there was you know an emo pop punk band brand new that was one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. now yeah. right? But yeah, but uh you know they had some of their best songs from some of their records and you would listen to it, you wouldn't really think about how long it was, and then you'd look at it and it was like oh that was a six minute and forty five second pop <laughs> right. song yeah. like you know, but it was great you know, and so the the only thing that really matters is that the song makes sense to me right? So you're right in that that's in that essence we're like some bands will make a really long song and it's like, did you really need that two and a half minute interlude of like soundscaping? <laughs> right. nonsense? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I guess, you know, uh, I, I think every song on this, on this album is great. So you talk about that. It's sort of like an, uh, a horror movie concept, you know, soundtrack record. Yeah. Um, Break down the influences for me track by track. If there are different ones, they are very different songs, you know, from right. each stretch. So, so look at, you know, let's look at just going down the line here with Rotting Fingers. The intro, mm-hmm. obviously, like a lot of kind of um, not looping, but a lot of the same thing with a little bit of different um, changes on the kind of dissonant keys and whatever chords are playing. Pulsing bass comes in and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where did, where did the
1: influence for that one really come from 40? You, if you can think of it specifically for that track. So that one in particular um, it's, it kind of plays out like the beginning of 90% of the horror movies that you watch that at the yeah. beginning, it's like, it's, it's, it's almost always the happy family in the car, right? They're like driving to the home they just bought or they're going on vacation or whatever. And it's like this happy piano, bah, 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 right? You know? And, and at one point, the wrong note is hit. Yes. At one point you hear the key that's off key and you hear that. I wanted it to be like the growl that kind of comes yeah. in. You just hear that woo in the back of your head, you know, uh, like, and I kind of wanted to leave that open to is something angry that you played the wrong key. And are you getting more nervous as the song goes? And that's why the song gets more and more wrong. Uh Or is it more that you are slowly being taken over to play the wrong thing? Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely what I wanted it to be. There is happy family in the car. It's a happy beginning. It's this jangly piano. You know, it sounds like a old black and white drive in movie or something for a minute. Yeah. And then it all just goes off key and gets weirder and weirder. And that bass goes longer and longer. And then Evil Prayers answers the question very quickly of, is everything going to be okay?
0: And it's like, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely but, not.
0: But to, to, to talk on that a little bit, and definitely anybody listening to this, like check out the whole EP. It's fantastic. What I l- really loved about it, because I, I listened through it sort of passively when it first came out on Friday and on Saturday when I was like doing things around the house or yeah, whatever sure. else. But every time, and I, anyone that's been listening to this podcast routinely is going to, feel like i'm a broken record but every day the day of a recording i always like sit down listen take notes all that kind of stuff of a recording which it was nice that it was four songs and not 13 like some other ones that <laughs> yeah, I had to do, right, right uh, for sure but uh but i loved that yeah each time it kind of looped back into the sort of chord progression with the little lead on the piano that it just kept getting a little more and more off to like at one point it just sounds like someone's sort of smashing the keys Dude, it's cat TV on the light. keyboard
1: straight up yeah, by the yeah, time you yeah. get to the end it makes no sense anymore you yeah, don't remember I mean, what the beginning sounds like when you and get you to that start point
0: slowly having more and more like pulsing like
1: really low doom bass
0: yeah. in there like um, borderline
1: like, that could that sound could be a bass drop <laughs> like yeah, just yeah, about yeah,
0: um and and i loved that and i was like yeah this is cuz i actually listened with good headphones for a change and i was just yeah. you could just kind of feel that pulsing you know and i was just like oh yeah this is fantastic <laughs> and then it of course delves right into the next song evil prayers which i think kind of just like hits you right in the face oh yeah um, i'll be honest i was not like i said earlier i think i was not expecting that to be like the first like quote-unquote real song after sure, the intro sure yeah and, and i was like god this is like you know your vocals reminded me a little bit of like almost lamb of god at points yeah in it. But, okay but then, then it's just like so punching and everything else so to kind of break it down for me what was the thought process with this track obviously the title track um and what was kind
1: of the what were the kind of influences or directions you were you had in mind there so the weirdest part about Evil Prayers, was I knew when I wrote the piano part that it was going to go right in. First one was going to hit immediately. And anybody who listens to me routinely and hears my songs knows that I am a freak about... I love intros. I love writing intros. I I have a couple songs where there's like a minute-long intro, right? (laughs) And so it was so weird for me to just jump right in. And so it was just me straight up doing like I did way back when I'm just picking up a guitar and I'm just riffing and mm-hmm. great call on Lamb of God. Cause Mark Morton, huge influence on my guitar playing. Like awesome. I love getting groovy, you know, it's like, there's, if there's going to be a zero, there's gotta be a one, you know, <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> guitar yep. player <laughs> joke. But Yeah, um, yeah
0: absolutely though.
1: <laughs> so riffing on it. And I, uh, I stream on Twitch under blues brat too. And I play bass on there and do like requests and stuff. So I was like, shit, people like, no, I'm a bass player now. So I wrote, I like spent forever writing. The bass line kind of has this cool walking thing it does the whole mm-hmm. time. That's really cool. But yeah, I was really just like, how, how irresponsibly fast can I write a song? <laughs> you, do you know, do you know off, the t- off the top of your head,
0: what the, for, for just nerds like me, what the BPM was for like the, for, for, for those parts. Oh, the uh, oh God. I don't, I don't. That's all right. That's all right. I'll, I'll
1: figure it out and I'll pull it up on a text or something at the bottom here when I put this out. There we go. Yeah. I'll totally, as soon as it's. I'm afraid if I pull up my doll, it's going to fuck with the audio I've got going into yeah, this. Yeah, but as no, soon as we're you. over, I'll text you the BPM.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'll throw it right up on the screen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it is quick as, as hell, you know, it is, yeah. it is pounding. And like you said, there's definitely blast beats in there. Oh shout more- out to,
1: uh, Soundblind Drums, who is run by Kyle Brownlee from Counterparts, that's his drum pack that oh, you're okay, hearing yeah, in Evil yeah, Prayers.
0: Great, great drum pack too. Yeah, that's why I the love. drums
1: are big as fuck.
0: Yeah. And yeah, almost all the
1: exact, drums are like, I just kinda edited his included grooves. So right. not a sponsor, but there's a plug for him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, yeah, I, it's funny. Like the last podcast I did, where I broke down a a, a song from another band, we talked at length for, about GGD, and it's like none of yeah. us are getting paid to do this, but whatever. Um, yeah, but but yeah. So so lyrically, along with the songwriting, obviously you got to do some heavy shit. Also, you know, you do some weird breaks in there, like that are very like off kilter, but in a cool way, with like you know the random stops and the like. I said the more like a little electronic elements you throw into the song and then come back yeah. in with the heavy and all that. But uh, what were what were like the lyrical influences with this one? Because obviously this one and Talons are the ones that have vocals and lyrics on them. Right. Uh, was it written from a concept of like horror? Was it more, you know, personal for you? And it's just the music is kind of related to that concept. Uh, what were the kind of lyrical concepts there?
1: So I'd say Evil Prayers is half and half. Okay. So it's kind of me being pissed off. You know, it's kind of a song about somebody that sees the state of the world, wants to do something about it, but not in a fun Captain Planet way, in a Armageddon Noah's Ark more type of way, and basically harnesses the power of hell to do so. (laughs) So that's basically the basis of evil prayers is like, a a human like the the literal literal interpretation is a human asks for power is eaten by a demon and is spit back out with demon powers like that's like a horror
0: movie to me though yeah right right right. Right? yeah
1: but it definitely came from me being like god what i wouldn't give to have demon powers (laughs) you know like just kind of looking at yeah for (laughs) real yes absolutely Big comic book guy too you're right like you need I would love to do a Spawn song and I'm going to do one now, But, (laughs) um, but I guess I did. But, uh, yeah, that's basically it. Like it was just me, my frustration on the world. And it's that, it's that fantasy you have after the bully encounter in high school, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: you think about, man, all the things I could do to that guy. It's that, except when you're reading the news and seeing the state of things and you're seeing the people in power and the people of privilege and all of their fantastic takes, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that we that we subject ourselves to daily for some reason. Against right? yeah. our will, like and most of the our time. our will, most of the time, yeah. To be like, um, everybody's like,
1: oh, it's easy. Just turn off every electronic device you own and you won't have to deal with it. It's but, like, you but
0: i still kind of do but yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah yeah 100 <laughs> well it's cool that you're able to kind of channel that into into the song and also it fits with the the theme that you were going for with the ep which is really cool um but like i said you give that concept that concept of a personal reflection song and it just still sounds like a horror movie right yeah hundred, of, yeah perfect. that was
1: the end goal um, was like i need this i need this to be you know a uh whatever a fever dream of of choose your horror producer right
0: right right um 100% again like i think sort of the the i don't want to say a highlight cuz every song's great in its own right but for me like initial reactions that was like the highlight track just cuz it's like punches and then it's all over the place and and i love i love when people bring back in music from a different track on a release and you do that at one point which was really cool very um, briefly
1: there's there's yeah, just a yeah. kiss of the the piano from the first track
0: yeah but it's 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 a uh, it's so good it makes it hit all the harder but um going from that we get into the song that we were just talking about it's the other instrumental and you just said how you pronounce this what was it cherry fly was cherry fly cherry fly i was yep. close god damn it yep um so kind of talk, again, an instrumental, but kind of talk about the the uh, influences there, why you,
1: you know, you said you wrote this for a specific Twitch streamer. Just kind of go into the details of that song. Yeah, so that's something I just kind of do is like my friends on Twitch, you know, if somebody needs music or they're using royalty-free music, which is great, by the way. I love it when people have royalty-free music out there. Yes. And when people use it, I think it's a fantastic way to kind of get away from the DMCA and being worried about who does it while also you know, promoting independent artists, but it's kind of just something I do for people where I'm like, do you want custom music? You know, if it's somebody that's a friend of mine, nine times out of 10, you know, sometimes I'll do it for people who hit me up for it. But, um, so she's kind of a, a spooky streamer, you know, would be the cool Twitch title for it. She plays a lot of like horror games and dead by daylight yeah. and stuff like that. And, um, so I hit her up cause I was, it was something I was wanting to get back into writing more music for Twitch streamers. And she loved the idea and it kind of just became a back and forth, like her telling me what her vision was. And I would send her a little demo and her being like, that's cool. That's not cool. Me reworking it. And she was such a fantastic client because she knew what she wanted, you know, cause you, you kind of get one or the other, you get somebody who's never happy or you get somebody who's tells you that everything is great. And yeah, I think and both you- are equally frustrating.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) So it was just a lot of back and forth. And, you know, her, she was like, I wanted something ambient, you know, something kind of spooky. And I was like, great. So I don't have to do anything differently from what I would be doing on a weeknight. (laughs) You know, I just rigged up a lot of bells and choirs and, you know, all that weird spooky. It's the graveyard song, right? Like it's the, the paranormal. It's the haunted house song. As far as like the horror theme goes. And yeah, totally instrumental, no lyrics or anything. Um, A lot of John Carpenter in there when you ask about influences for sure. Um, But yeah, man, it was just that was the funnest song to make. Like I had such a blast making it. It's so like chill and laid back, but it has so many good like ebbs and flows to it. Um, Oh, I actually have going back a little bit to um, Evil Prayers. At the very end of Evil Prayers, it plays the riff, but super slow, right? That that old hardcore trick. (laughs) And the way that that happened was I was working on the EP and I had the tempo marker for Sherry Fly's song and I had set it too early. So where Evil Prayers was supposed to end, it came in with Sherry Fly's BPM. And that's the whole reason that ending exists. It's because I set That's the amazing. BPM marking too soon.
0: You know? the, ha- the happy accidents, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And That's I was like, awesome.
1: oh, yeah, people in metalcore do that. We'll ride that oh, out. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, just do the slower riff stank face, you know? 100%. You yeah. 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 And I was like, this kind
1: of sucks because now I got to bust a mean guttural. But, like, other than that, why <laughs> hey, not? <it> works. Yeah, works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it, well, that guttural ripped too. You did that very, very well. I will so never make that fine. sound again. If I, if I start playing live, that's not what I'm going to do there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you
0: got to fake something else or something, right? Uh, yeah. it's, it's when you
1: see the laptop on stage, that's it's playing my it's vocal gu- track. Just click it. And just do the it's guttural. It's just yeah. the guttural. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. But uh, no, that's great. I mean, it's cool that you do. I, I knew that you did that. I knew part of, part of the blues brat music that you've made is for Twitch streamers. I had, yeah. I, I remember we had talked about that a while back. That's really cool um i've i've had people use like my various ban- by i know a few that have used like the by design project that i've been in for yeah. years have, have done the same thing because it's like hey i like this is the kind of music i'd want to play but at the same time i won't get dcma'd which is an yeah. annoying thing that happens to everybody right for you never sure know when it's gonna happen either um so so it's yeah that's a really cool thing to do for people especially when you can cater it to what they would want in this case it works for you like you said because you're Writing something kind of horror, creepy, you know, ghost related, yeah. Um, and and then you do that for something that works on those kind of uh, or plays those kind of horror games on Twitch. That's really cool. Um, Going to the last one, Talons again, six and a half minute long song doesn't yeah. feel that way, which is the way you want it to be, right? Um, but like you said, like very. Uh, I mean, this is like goth music. Yeah, this hundred percent. Like you know, even your you know the the. Um, uh, What am I looking for? The like octave of your vocals on it is mm-hmm. very like 80s, 90s, may, maybe early 2000s. My 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 gaps on goth music are are, are pretty bad. But right. but, uh, <laughs> but 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 but, you know, like it, it really fits in that kind of like, um you know, soundtrack still for 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 movies of certain eras of horror movies or just even like what am I like, like, like thriller or just like. Uh, I, I kind of got like a 90s, you know, like a 90s movie soundtrack vibe from some of the instrumentals or even like a little bit of it. I don't know if you've ever, this is not a horror movie at all, but have, have you ever seen the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling in it? Have you ever seen that movie? I don't think so. No. You should check out the music in that and some, okay. of, the, some of the tones you have in the synth in this. It's a very different movie than that, but like some of the sure, tones sure. of the some of the synth and stuff like that, I was like. I feel like I feel like that would fit right in this movie. That's crazy. So um, after my little rambling there, what was uh, what were the influences for this one specifically, whether it was bands, movie soundtracks, whatever. And then also we can get into the lyrics a little bit with it as well.
1: Yeah. So the influences with this one were a lot of like kind of me going back to, you know, obviously a lot of how I wrote Sheepnail, the previous record was kind of done Mm -hmm. the same way. But it was straight up just going in. The It started with the bass, and I kind of just do this thing sometimes. This is going to sound super uncool and, like, the least artistic thing anybody's ever said. But I love just hitting next preset, next preset. Yep. Ne- I'll do that for hours. And that's kind of how this song was built. And obviously, you know, I, I get my taste for those songs from stuff like Depeche Mode and stuff, right? Like yeah, the classic of kind of, yeah. Uh-huh. Like if you tell me, if you make this kind of music and you tell me that's not true, like fuck off, you're not impressing anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but yeah, just bringing all that together. Um, It's, I'm not good with arpeggiators. It's always kind of been a weird spot for me. I have I guess it comes from being a guitar player where I see an arpeggiator and I'm like, nah, bro, just, just write the part. Like, don't yeah, yeah. don't let the computer play it for you. And I've kind of been trying to get over that. So this song, you know, the the choruses are packed with arpeggiators. And then that last whatever you want to call it, second chorus or whatever, because the song kind of totally changes vibes like two thirds of the way through. Mm-hmm. Just a ton of arpeggiators stacked on top of each other. Um yeah, it was straight up just me messing around. I was with this song. I was way more concerned with the words, I think, because I had that main hook, the mm. the let your talons erase me thing. Like I yeah. had that in my head for a while. And I finally got down and started to write the music and stuff, which is very rare for me. I almost never start with lyrics or with vocal melodies. Yeah. But when it does happen, I get pretty excited about it and kind of just roll with it. So that was really how that came to be was me having that one line in my head and just sound, 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 just trying to find the right right thing to kind of come together.
0: Well, the, and when when we talk about the arpeggiators, like, I don't know, like I could totally get that. um, But when I, the little things I've been trying to dabble into that kind of world a little bit more, just more for like layers and things like that. I'm For sure. Yeah. And, and like it, for I, I get what you're saying. I've kind of had that thought too. But like, ev- literally, everyone in that space of music uses arpeggios. Everyone, right? like, yeah. You're you're only hurting yourself if you don't use them. Yeah, and and even if you try to, like, you know, there there's an element of it that like it is inhuman. Like that's kind of the point of those mm-hmm. arpeggiators, yeah. right? So, as opposed to like hitting every note, like you're gonna get a little bit of deference there, and and just like. I don't know. There's something cool about when all those things can kind of collide like in the chorus like you're talking about where where it it just has that sound that, you're, you know, like not to reference the band a million times, but it has that Depeche mode or yeah. like other, you know, like that that kind of vibe to it that if you tried to just go totally single note with it, it just like would feel too human for lack <laughs> for of a better sure.
1: term, right? Yeah. That's kind of how I came to terms with it was like, like, do I put a tape delay on my guitar sometimes? Yeah. Yeah, Like, I'm not, I'm not physically hitting that note. So like, that's, you know, it, it, it all comes back to guitar for me, which is funny because there's almost no guitar in most of my discography at this point. But,
0: right, right, know, right. Aside from the ripping riffs and, and evil prayers, right? Yeah. There's this um, one
1: song that's like the nastiest guitar you've ever heard. But other than that, no big deal or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: um, you, know. you referenced, you know, you had this one line in your head from, you know, from the song talons that yeah. uh, I'm guessing you you mean the 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 line that had the word talent in it, right? Yeah, uh, that first line of the chorus and yeah, that, that yeah. melody and everything. Is there a, is there was was the rest of it kind of just like putting words together to kind of make an assemblage of a song or was there a lyrical concept there or just kinda kinda deep dive on that a bit if you
1: can. So I kind of knew when I thought of um I let your talons erase me, I was like, there's a world in there, right? So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you hear just that line and It's it's a song. It's kind of one of those songs that it can I've I've spent way too much time thinking about this, but it's a song that can be taken a lot of ways. Yeah, Kind of like the intro. So I don't want to I don't want to take the mystery away and be like, this is what I think it's about. But yeah, it's kind of like, is it someone who is like falling in love with this thing that's physically destroying them? Or is it someone that's being hypnotized into loving this thing that's physically destroying them? Or, you know, I feel like it could be a really good metaphor for, you know, abuse and things like that too. You know, are you, are you convinced you love this thing that's doing right. this to you? So I knew I had that world in there. So I just kind of kept building. Cause you know, the whole stick of the song is kind of describing almost a crime scene. Like this guy's getting torn to bits, right? But he's, Mm -hmm. he's so happy about it. It's the best thing that's ever happened to him. So it's kind of that weird, you know, does, does he actually love it? Like, is he down with it or is it Stockholm syndrome or, or what's the deal? But yeah, I just knew I wanted this. I I wanted a creature, whatever you want to call it, right? A demon or thing that's, Absolutely destroying this person, but, but he's chill, <laughs> you know, he's with right, it. Right. Uh-huh. So I kind of would, I just decided to just craft that world. It all came from that one line, but it's all definitely very, very falls in line to this little pocket of reality that came in my head when I thought of that line.
0: Right. Very cool. And it's, it's always great when something can kind of be defined in that way. And yet somebody could take it in a totally different way. That's, that's <laughs> for good sure. Songwriting, right. Yeah. Um, Oh, absolutely. Uh, fantastic. Uh, awesome. Thanks for going over this with me. I just yeah, have man. one. Other, I have one other uh, quick question here for you. And as releases come up, if you ever want to go and deep dive other ones with me, yeah, um, for I'm sure, happy to dude. do that anytime. any um, But especially this works well for you since you're a solo artist. Um, I ask people this question a lot at the end of these episodes. But uh, if you had to throw together a blues rat band to play live um who would you pick Ooh. star star studded band it could be people living or dead just like all star band lineup if you could pick anybody you wanted like not
1: to play my music like i'm just building a new band right
0: well it, it could be either it could be to build a new band or it could be finding the best people to play your music either either one you you kind of you kind of
1: pick as you will there oh my gosh um all right, Let right let's build the band first and this is... Sorry, I'm asking too many questions for this to be cool. So, no, like, right. <laughs> so, like, I'm in the band?
0: Yes, yeah. You have to be in the band. That's, like, the one rule. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I would be in the band, and I guess I would play keyboards. Because I don't feel like I'm the best guitar player. Like, I would enjoy playing guitar player. But when I think of all-star guitar players, I don't think of me. Right? So, <laughs> I think I would play keys. Um, I would have... Oh man, it's so hard not to say Emma from Dying Wish on vocals, because I've been what? so obsessed with I them. I mean, she's
0: she's one of the best there is. And Especially you get
1: like, you get the best the latest, of every world. She can sing and album, she can scream.
0: Yeah, the, the latest album really showed she could do whatever the fuck she wants. For sure. Like, more than ever, you know? Yeah.
1: All right, fuck it. So Emma on vocals. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, yeah, we gotta do that,
1: yeah. Um, I would say... Uh, I feel like I want this to just be a crusher.
0: Like, I just want this to be
1: the meanest band that's ever lived. So I'm going to say Nurgle from Behemoth on guitar. Hell yeah. Um, and I can take, you said living or dead. So I assume I can just go back in time too. Yep, Yep. Yep. I would take, uh,
0: I literally had uh I had um the guitarist from Dan the guitarist from Cal's Dowboys said mm-hmm. he would they they would add in the entire symphony with Beethoven. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was <laughs> one of they chose. So I'm telling you, the sky's the limit. You know, they, like when Dan said that, I was like, God, you just opened up
1: a whole new portal of ridiculousness to this, to this question. <laughs> yeah, it's no longer you're just picking dudes, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say, okay, so. I would also include that entire symphony. No, but um, (laughs) I would say Chris Adler from like his last two Lamb of God records in that time period goes on drums. Yep. Yep. Um, I would say I'm going to go I'm going to go with kind of a weird one, actually. I'm going to say Brendan Small from Metalocalypse fame on bass.
0: Hell yeah. Because I really like how
1: he puts bass parts together, actually. He's a fantastic guitar player, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. He
1: can write some bass parts. And uh, how many people have I put?
0: So you've said Emma, you've said Nurgle, you've said um, Chris Adler, and then you said Brandon Smalls, and then yourself. Uh, So so that's add one more guitar player if you want to, or whatever else you want, man. (laughs) Yeah, let me
1: get a... It's not like I'm going to drive through. Hey, uh, let me get (laughs) Uh, (laughs) a... Underoath's guitar player playing rhythm guitar.
0: Oh, what is uh? What is his name? Guitar player Tim. We looking at. Let's see here. Let me find their. Because they just they, have one now, right? Yeah, they do. I'm gonna look at their lineup here now. They've got the current ones. Is, yeah, <laughs> t- are you talking about, uh, Tim Mc. Mc- Take, yeah, Tag? I don't know the yeah. last names of anybody, but yeah, um, yeah, so we've got so we've got Tim from Under Oath, we've got um, Brandon Smalls from from Metalocalypse fame, mm-hmm. Death Clock fame on bass, which is gonna piss off on, every on guitar player yeah. listening, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've got Emma from Dying Wish, we've got uh, Nurgle from Behemoth, mm-hmm. and then who am I, who's the person that I'm missing other than you,
1: um. Did we say Chris from Lamb of God?
0: Oh, and Chris Adler from from okay. Lamb of God, for, from Lamb of God, and then yourself. Oh,
1: you know what else what I want to do actually? I up? want underneath Emma, like mixed down just a little bit, but under every word she does, I want Corpse Grinder doing gutturals just under her.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, Corpse Grinder can just be behind the curtain, right? And just like, you no, he's actually go. yeah. he's
1: going to be on a giant pillar, looking <laughs> down on everyone else and yeah, that, that that works. And we're gonna have like a, uh, like a strobe light going down. So when he's doing his crazy head banging, people think there's like crazy firework effects, but it's his sweat raining down <laughs> onto the people. Oh,
0: that's that's <laughs> certainly an image. In that's my a terrible head thing to yeah. done <laughs>
1: yeah. And then I want Fantastic. all of Guar.
0: Like they're not water. playing
1: instruments. <laughs> They're just there.
0: Just on stage. Yeah. No, I want them working the
1: barricade. I want Guar working the barricade.
0: So now we're going security. Yeah. This is like a full fledged lineup here. Yeah. Imagine
1: you're like crowd surfing and you see Guar is there to catch you.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That is a fever dream. We've got, yeah, between the tower, the lineup, and Guar doing security, I think we've successfully hit like somebody's bad trip
1: for sure (laughs) we're putting together a festival now (laughs) this this isn't a band question anymore no no
0: yeah oh absolutely fantastic answer though awesome all right last last, uh last question after that that's probably the most unique one i've gotten so i appreciate that (laughs) absolutely Um, uh uh i always play a song at the end of this let's uh narrow it down obviously to the latest ep what song do you want to play at the end of the podcast
1: for people to hear after they listen to the conversation oh man how do Ooh, how do you pick between the two? Let's go, Evil Prayers, because okay. I feel like the bridge of Evil Prayers is weird enough that people yeah, will still people know will what get they're getting just,
0: into. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not just a metal song. There's all the ele- there's elements of like your other music. Thrown yeah, over like there. they're gonna get to that well,
1: bridge yeah. and think that they hit an ad break.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, we'll play Evil Prayers from the EP, Evil Prayers from uh, Blues Brat. Um, Austin, thanks so much for doing this with me, man. Dude, thanks really for having me,
1: man. It. I know you've had like some real-ass career musicians on here, man. So so it's crazy that I'm here, and I really appreciate you doing this, man.
0: Well, you know, I, again, I said this to uh, – I'm putting out an episode with another person from the AAC soon. Okay, um, cool. With, with uh, The Burden. Um, oh, yeah. And, oh, and I, 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 I talked to uh, I, uh, his episode will be out before this one. So I'll say but like him and I talked about it, maybe off off recording. But I was like, the initial idea of this was not to talk to big bands. Like, I'm glad I get to do that. But like, the whole point was to you know, br- have other people come on and break down their music. Cause like, just because somebody isn't a big name doesn't mean their music isn't just as interesting or for sure. Yeah. Just as much, you know what I mean? So, so, uh, so yeah, I appreciate you coming on and I'm glad some people can hear a breakdown of this EP and I, I think people really enjoy it when they hear it. So yeah, thanks for being on here and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll do another one next time you put out a release, baby. Hell yeah, man. I
1: appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you.